you are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast presented by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and get 10% off your first box. Again, that is BuiltBar.com. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast that just released a new episode. Make sure you're checking that out. Landon, how are you doing today, sir? Good. Uh, You know, it's funny because you've been pushing this best coast boys podcast for a year when we basically weren't doing it so yeah we just released a best coast boys pod last night so please go check that out uh but as usual i'm i'm ready and excited to talk about uh uh football in a a new presidential administration we just peacefully changed powers too so uh let's see if the uh the cowboys can uh peacefully uh, transition into a new offseason as well as our country did just excellent transition there by you landon no it wasn't i stumbled (laughs) all over but here we go here we go oh man (laughs) all right so we've got some newsy things to talk about today and let's start with uh philadelphia which i always think is a lot Mm. of fun so kellen moore interviewed for the head coaching job on tuesday it does seem like the eagles are casting a pretty wide net here but I, I was thinking there was a chance that Kellen Moore wouldn't even do the interview. It sounds like he did. We haven't heard how it went. Are you surprised that he did take the interview? And how likely do you think it is that he takes that job? I certainly am not surprised that he took the interview. Um, just because I think it's, uh, you know, there's only a certain amount of these jobs. You, sh- you shouldn't pass down opportunities. It just, you know, just for the courtesy sake of it, mm-hmm. you know, just because you don't know what can happen down the road, uh, and, and and turning down a, a a head coaching interview opportunity when you're a 33 year old uh, offensive coordinator, it's you know it would be insulting to a large degree. So you don't really want to you know yeah, sure. insult poten- potential future employers. So even if he's not in a spot where he's going to take this job, even if he doesn't feel like he's quite ready to take, take a, a full a head coaching job. I mean, which he, which he may, maybe he does feel like he's ready, but no matter what, I think it's good to take the, the interview simply for, you know, courtesy and, and potential job opportunities in the future. Um, I, I, I don't think he's a serious candidate for the job. I could, I mean, I could be wrong. I just think that, you know, he is very young, even compared to some of these other coaches that have been young head coaches. He's still very, very young as a coordinator. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's not even that old as a player. <laughs> like he's, no, he's, I mean, there's, there's quarterbacks that are older than him in the league still. So, um, yeah, I think that I think that he certainly is going to get a, a, an opportunity to go out there and talk to him. I'm sure that they have lots to discuss with him, and and, and I'm sure it's going to range everything from, uh, you know, what 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 would you do with the job to what did you think about what we did about this, and what did you you know just kind of getting his general opinion on things. So. Uh, I, I like I said I, I think he goes up there he probably gives a good interview 
I don't know that he's actually a serious candidate for the job. Uh, like I said, simply because he just doesn't quite have the experience that some of these mm. other people that they're interviewing do. Yeah. So Kellen Moore's only 31 years old and he's only been oh, in 31. Oc- yeah. God, he's younger than that. than I thought, wow. Yeah. Geez. How old or how many years do you think he's been coaching for? It's like three, three, right? one year yeah. as a quarterback coach in 2018. And then two years as the offensive coordinator. So he really hasn't been, around that long um my fear is though landon that i just think he's really smart and i think i think the eagles saw what they you know the cowboys did this year especially in week 16 with a bad offensive line and a backup quarterback and they were still able to put up however many what 40 points in that game so i i'm just fearful that he's going to, to blow them away and he's going to be the next head coach because obviously if he's taking the interview there's uh, there's obviously some interest from Kellen Moore. So if they offer him the job, I would be kind of shocked if he turns it down. But sometimes these these guys only get one chance. And I'm I'm not sure if I would if I was in Kellen Moore's shoes, if I'd wanna have my one chance be with that Philadelphia organization right now, considering the, yeah. the you know, where they're at quarterback wise and rest of the and with the rest of their uh, cap and you know the rest of that roster. That's there's a lot of prerequisites. I mean, frankly, I don't know why the, the job would be appealing for either side. I mean, I, I could see, I could see, you know, okay, yes, young Kellen Moore is a young offensive talent. Clearly, he's got a, a good offensive mind, and he's got a bright future. But that's still pretty green to be leading at a professional NFL sure. franchise. Sure. You have never been a head coach in your life uh, anywhere on any level. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that there's something there. And, and, and like you said, I don't know that the job is as appealing uh, to Kellen Moore because even though we said, like we said, you know, there's only 32 of these jobs, blah, 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 blah. Rarely do you get a second chance. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, it does happen. Certainly, obviously, there's there's cases there. But not everybody gets a second chance Correct. or at least a second chance right away. So if I'm if I'm Kellen Moore, uh, I'm definitely going to, you know, save my shot for when I've got a situation that I'm comfortable with. I can't imagine that a situation where Jeff Lurie is going to force upon you, uh, Carson Wentz as your quarterback, uh, is something that you're, you know, just chomping at the bit to, to kind of use as your one ch- shot at, at head coach. So we'll see. I, I would, I would just be very surprised if it ended up happening, but uh, uh, it, you know, I will, I won't be surprised if, uh, if if he gets the job offer or if he at least gets offered the job but i would be surprised if he actually ended up taking it i would agree i I just man if he says those magic words i can fix carson wentz he'll probably get that job and i i don't i'm hoping he doesn't say that because i don't believe it's true um let's take a, a quick break and we'll talk about another uh potential hiring the eagles could be making Just wanted to take a quick break to tell you guys about TurboTax. You're one of a kind, and so are your taxes. That is why TurboTax Live has experienced tax experts who are ready to listen to you, learn about your unique tax situations, and help you get to the best possible tax outcome. Maybe you're moonlighting as a rideshare driver and have questions about what qualifies as a deduction, or maybe you'd like to hand the whole tax filing process off to an expert while you're perfecting your banana bread recipe. Whether you want to file with the help of an expert or let an expert do the filing for you, TurboTax Live Tax Experts are here to help, giving you the confidence to know that you're one of a kind, uniquely taxes are done right. Intuit TurboTax Live. I also wanted to tell you about 1010. 
1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today, using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring, launching exclusively on January 18th. So that's already happened. They're out right now at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition, edition collection of diamond engagement rings is out right now, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. All right, Landon, we also got some news on Tuesday that the Eagles have requested to interview Bones Fossil, the Cowboys special teams coach. Um, and this one really feels like just wanting to get information, right? Because I, I agree that special teams coaches are too often overlooked when it comes to the hiring process. But it doesn't feel like the Eagles are going to hire a special teams coach with their current roster, does it? Uh, I would be surprised. You know, I, I just... Again, like even with Bones, it's like uh, he has a little bit more kind of skins on the wall, obviously, um, and just because he's been in the league a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his dad was a head coach. Uh, he uh, he has the kind of mentality and the kind of personality that's that players are drawn to. So I, I actually think that there's more um, immediate. Uh, uh, you know, kind of obvious uh, head coaching traits with with uh, Bones Fossil, just because of experience, because of I, you know, I think special teams coaches are fantastic head coach candidates, simply because mm-hmm. they have to coach the entire team, they have to know how to deal with all the different leftover pieces that they get for special teams, and I think that that really builds a smart coach. Uh, but again, I, I just. I don't know that this is the route they're going to want to go because here's the other part with hiring a special teams coach. You know, you still got to go out and find a, uh, a, a an offensive mind. I mean, every team needs a good offensive coordinator. Like that's mm-hmm. basically, you know, I, I think you can probably get by with a middling defensive coordinator on some teams. But, you know, if you're going to score points in this league, you need to have a, a, a young offensive or a talented offensive mind calling plays for you. Uh, and by h- hiring Fossil – you don't really solve that. In fact, you probably make that that uh, situation even more difficult to solve because uh, you got to find somebody who's still willing to go onto a new coaching staff uh, and, and kind of take that next step. So uh, I would be surprised again. I think because more because you know you have to find a situation that is going to you still need to find a, a, an offensive coordinator someone who's going to be willing to work with Carson Wentz and, and try to resolve that uh hiring John Fossil is a good idea I think as a uh uh you know general I general head coaching uh, candidate it's just not the right spot but yeah the Philadelphia I mean you need some a real offensive mind to kind of make the Carson Wentz experiment continue to work so th- mm-hmm. they should really go out and find somebody that that is going to be able to do that as a head coach and not just you know hire a head coach and then hope to find a, a an offensive coordinator that could potentially do that job can I can I make my prediction on who the Eagles hire yeah do you, do you have a guess who do you think it's going to be uh, you know, I I don't know why, but I still feel like somehow the enemy's gonna end up in that job. Okay, that that would make some sense. I'm gonna go Nick Sirianni, uh, the yeah. Colts offensive coordinator. Interesting, uh, really really brilliant young guy. Also, uh, my wife's childhood next door neighbor. So whoa, a bit of, 
Yeah, wow. a little bit of little nugget there for you. Uh, let's go ahead and move on, Landon. We got some uh, other NFL news on Wednesday morning that Philip Rivers uh, has retired, uh, the former Chargers and Colts quarterback. Now, this isn't Cowboys news. He didn't even play in the same conference as the Cowboys. Uh, but it could impact the Cowboys draft because this morning, Landon, I was looking at all of the teams that could potentially need a franchise quarterback uh, this offseason. And I legitimately came up with uh, 16 teams. And I'm going to run through them really Whoa. quickly. Okay. Yeah, listen. You tell me which one of these I'm wrong on. Jaguars, Jets, Eagles, Panthers, Broncos, Patriots, Washington, Colts, Steelers, maybe the Giants, Dolphins, Falcons, Lions, 49ers, Saints, and Bears. Seems, seems about right, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I can't really can't really argue with any of those. I mean, I, all of those guys are going to be in some sort of quarterback market one way or another right right uh, it, whether it it's feels... whether it's whether it's free agency or whether yeah. it's the draft and i think that the, there is a certain amount of uh, qb carousel here right because that'll happen it, for sure it, 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 with matt ryan and matt stafford both being uh kind of uh open guys without a seat right so they'll fill some of those spots but yeah i mean just add indianapolis to the pile right uh a team that is uh, a talented group uh, that is just a quarterback away, basically, from uh, right. kind of being right back in it. And those are the kind of, you know, the buyers that you're looking for, right? Like a team mm-hmm. that would really willing to give up a, a hefty load to come, you know, come up. I mean, that's a long reach from 21 to 10. Uh, it's going to take a, 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 a pretty heavy bounty to kind of get up that far. But that's, again, that's the kind of team that would pay that kind of bounty, right? The team Correct. that already is established with talent on the team. They've got everything in place except for uh, uh, their quarterback. It, it, it would be potentially a, a, a big, big deal. What, what do you think is the package that you would look look at coming up from, from 21 all the way up to Dallas at 10? Yeah, so I actually looked at it yesterday. Um, I believe to come up from 21 to 10 would take the Colts' second-round pick. Now, that's that's if they weren't coming up for a quarterback because we know generally it costs more to come get one of these quarterbacks. So I'm thinking maybe a future first and a third this year. Like, would, would you do that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, certainly. I, I think just because you know it's, it'll be interesting i mean depending on how the the the, the draft falls at which quarterback is there at 10 mm-hmm. um you know i think you might even be able to ask a little bit more than that just because sure. there may there may be a sure. bidding war you know? yeah <laughs> so, and I, I think you hit the nail on the head with this is a team that's ready to compete right now you know a top three defense a really good offensive line a good rushing attack with some young receivers they just need a quarterback that can come in and be competent. And I do think there's some quarterbacks in this draft. I think, you know, I I, I tweeted it today. I think you're going to see four quarterbacks go potentially in the top eight of this draft. And then it gets really interesting because there's a lot of teams, Washington, Chicago, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, that need that next guy. And with Mac Jones going to the Senior Bowl, it would not be shocking if he raises his value at all. So maybe we're in a situation where the Cowboys sitting at 10 – Teams want to come up and get Mac Jones. I mean, that feels a little rich for me, but for teams that are in a playoff window, maybe that makes sense. Yeah, you know, if if you're a Cowboys fan, you are 100% rooting for Mac Jones to have a great senior bowl. Yes, 100%. Like it's, it's, it, is, uh, it would be a fantastic 
windfall for the Cowboys if a fifth quarterback made it into the conversation of that top, you know, 15 picks. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I really think this is big news because it's just another contender that needs to come up and get a quarterback. And maybe Stafford or Matt Ryan will become available and a couple of these teams will fill those spots with some veterans. But that's not most, enough. Yeah, there's it's not enough. Too there's many teams six, with needs. There's 16 teams at least, I think, that need quarterbacks. And it could be even more if we get some surprise retirements or something like that. Uh, let's take one more quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk about some interesting news out of Dallas in regards to their linebackers. Just wanted to take a quick break to tell you guys about Bet Online. We've got some great football games coming up this weekend. Uh, we've also got some fantastic basketball matchups. March Madness is right around the corner. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust with our bets, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action, and don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, Landon. So we talked about earlier on this podcast about the Cowboys liking Zavian Collins, a linebacker from Tulsa. We got some some nuggets during the season that the Cowboys were really interested. That is fascinating to me because when you look at the types of linebackers they already have on their roster, they have a Leighton Van Der Esch who's 260 pounds, Jalen Smith who's 255 pounds, Zavian Collins is going to come in at 260 but when you look at like what Dan Quinn typically wants from his linebackers, he wants these really agile, fast, sideline-to-sideline guys. They can be in the 220s like we saw from Deion Jones or Devondre Campbell. What kind of linebackers do you anticipate the Cowboys looking for this offseason? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking at this point they really need, do need to kind of look at uh, uh, some run-and-hit linebackers, some more you know kind of guys in the – 220 area uh you know two you know or maybe mm-hmm. less you know just guys who sure. are are uh, have some value in in coverage some guys who can run and get to the uh to the ball carrier quickly uh, i just feel like right now what we have uh you know it, what we have is is two kind of bigger linebackers that, you know that that maybe probably either one of them would be better suited at playing mike and, and letting somebody else play will and and so uh we'll see ex- exactly what happens with Jalen Smith um but if we're looking at linebackers I mean I think we need it's time to start adding speed and athleticism mm-hmm. into it and, and you know look I mean we've got two big uh, hulking linebackers and they can't get off really can't get off blocks really either yeah, I mean yeah. I mean J- Jalen probably can't a little bit but but Leighton really Vanderesh can't uh, so I, I don't know why you would go out and get another big linebacker after that. I mean, frankly, you just you need the speed, you need the uh, athletic ability, the coverage, because it's just not a, a type that you have right now. I would agree, and I do think there's some interesting guys in this class. Probably my favorite in that mold is the Jeremiah Wusa Kamora uh, yeah. from Notre Dame, 6'1", 215 pounds, and can fly to the football. But I'll be honest with you, Lynn, and if the Cowboys were to draft him, and I don't care whether it's at 10, 21, wherever, it would almost feel kind of pointless because of their defensive tackles. And I keep coming back to this, but 
I'm not sure their linebacker play is ever going to matter with their current state of the defensive tackles because if you can't protect uh, like a guy like Jeremiah, his skill set's not going to matter. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, this is exactly, you know, John and I had a very long conversation about this on, on the Best Coast Boys is that, you know, it's, you can get upset about the linebacker play all you want. Uh, if you can't figure out what's going on with the defensive tackle position in front of you, then it, it, it's moot. I mean, the, even the guys that you wanted to kind of bring in here to, to kind of balance out and give some more athleticism to the linebacker uh, core, they're gonna if they don't have any kind of way to be covered up a little bit in front of them, if they don't have any kind of uh, interference uh, uh, from offensive linemen mm-hmm. getting to the second level to try to block them, it doesn't matter. So the Cowboys have got to figure out what's going on with the defensive tackle position uh, sooner than later and and ultimately that is going to play into how well these linebackers play i mean i i mean i look you know, i think that there's there's an argument to be made that if you get a ser- serious about what's going on at defensive tackle you could see these two guys come absolutely play a lot yes. Of football. yes there's not necessarily a reason to, to replace these guys or i mean i can understand the the talk about jalen and his contract that's fine but but, it, I, but if I you can get by one more year on those guys and you can because their contracts actually get a little bit easier to move off of this year if you just improve the defensive tackle play you're probably going to get better linebacker play and it's yep. not that big of a deal absolutely i mean really that might be the quickest and the most effective way to uh to up, quickly upgrade the linebacker play is, is to give a better coverage for those guys by having defensive tackles that can actually occupy blocks and or break you know get through blocks and make tackles at the line of scrimmage because really that's the issue I've seen the most is mm-hmm. there's times when these defensive tackles are, are able to get off blocks or are in the hole and they can't make the play and, and so since they don't make the play the running backs got a full head of steam getting to the second level and 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 you know I mean if you're if you're a gap over that's still a hard tackle to make for a linebacker so uh, yeah, I, I think the quickest way is to solve the defensive tackle position, uh, and that that is how you're going to get uh, a lot better uh, situation at linebacker quicker, even more so than replacing him with with a with a high draft pick or you know a, a, a veteran that you sign on the free agency. Well, and that's why I'm starting to wonder if that Christian Barmore from. Uh, from Alabama might be the most you know likely pick at number 10 because he's a guy that can help stop the run at both one and three he gives you some more depth on the defensive line and you know maybe that helps protect your assets a little bit more at linebacker it's just something to, to monitor so this is gonna be something to, to, fun to watch this offseason to see what types of linebackers the Cowboys bring in I think they're gonna have to sign probably at least one free agent one veteran guy I don't think you can go back out this season with 260-pound Van Der Esch, Jalen Smith, and then bringing in an old Sean Lee. I just don't think you can do that anymore. You've got to find some speed, and maybe free agency is the way to do it. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.